Welcome to today's podcast. It's our great pleasure to welcome Stefan Capon of the Durst Group to the studio today to discuss digital textile printing. Stefan acts as the Vice President of the Durst Group, a global technology leader in the development and the manufacturing of large format inkjet printing equipment for the graphics, ceramics, textiles, labelling and corrugated material marketplaces. Stefan, hello and welcome to the podcast today. Hello, Debbie. Thank you for inviting me. You're most welcome. We look forward to listening and learning with you today. Stefan, can you define your role within the Durst Group and your responsibilities, please? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my name is Stefan Kabauner and I'm acting as Executive Vice President of the Durst Group. And in this role, I'm responsible for the inks and fluids area. So um, the entire ink business um, is in my area, the development and commercialization of the inks. Um, aside of this role, I'm also responsible for the industrial textile segment. So here I'm the business unit manager and I took over that additional role um, seven months ago. So very exciting for me to act also as a business unit, business unit manager in addition to my, to my uh, production and development background in the inks area. That's great. So just before we deep dive into today's question, Stefan, can you tell us how you began your journey into the print industry? So uh, my journey into the print industry actually started with Durst. So uh, after my PhD in industrial chemistry, I, I got to know Durst and um, I started to work for Durst in 2007. And my very first project at the time was the development of the first Rotex. So actually the very first project I worked on was, was a textile machine, a soft signature machine, the first Rotex. Um, and uh, starting off with the development work, I was also assigned to raise the R&D center within the Durst Group and made my way into that industry. And um, yeah, since 2007, I'm with the Durst Group and I'm very happy to be with such an innovative, such a brilliant company actually, acting in so many different areas from graphics printing to ceramic tile printing to label printing to corrugated printing and of course, textile printing as well. That's great. Do you think as um, technologists evolved, Stefan, that being spread across all of those across all of those different marketplaces, one technology has helped another market? Absolutely. So we we learn and we also transfer the know-how, the knowledge between the segments and business units we have. So when I started started working with Durst, the anti-inkjet business was more or less in its baby shoes. In this last. Uh, 13 years, uh, it has evolved to a point where it's really mass pro production, where it's uh, uptimes of more than 90%. It comprises single bus printing and super multi bus printing, super high speed, super high quality. So the, the, the development and the progress was tremendous in the last 10 to 12 years. And, uh, and all the, the, the knowledge we gained and the improvements we gained and bringing new products to the customers is really very exciting for me. It is. It's a very ex exciting time for this market, isn't it? As we, um, we're about to witness, hopefully, we'll talk about that a little bit later, the seismic shift over to sustainable manufacturing. Absolutely. We hope so. 
That's great. So we're going to concentrate on um, textiles today, mm -hmm. specifically digital textile printing. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to have a, a, a chat about specific DERS technology, particularly yeah. the Rotex series, I guess, and the Alpha series. Mm -hmm. So, Stefan, can you explain to us the difference between the Rotex, what markets that was built for, and mm -hmm. then the Alpha 5 series mm -hmm. for textiles? Of course. So, um, as mentioned before, Durst is acting in different fields uh, of inkjet printing. We do not just manufacture the inkjet machinery, we do not just offer inks and service, we also off offer software solutions in these areas. And uh, here we are acting in the large format printing area, the textile printing area, the label printing area, the ceramic printing area, and the corrugated area. One of the very interesting and strongly growing segments in our in our group is the textile business, and here we offer the two products you mentioned. On the one hand, it's the Rotex series, on the other hand, it's the Alpha series. The Rotex series, or Rotex 325, uh, which is the latest product name and the latest product, is designed and allows uh, direct and transfer printing on polyester and polyester-based materials. So this product is an excellent product for fulfilling the trend towards consumer individualization, and this especially in the point-of-sale area, soft-signage area, web-to-print area, and print-on-demand business environments. Is that being used in the fashion industry as well, then? Oh, it's also partially used in the fashion industry, in the transfer printing area, yes. That's right. Uh -huh. So this machine can do both. You can print directly or you can do transfer printing. And that's the nice thing of the Rotex machine. It's a very easy-to-use machine. It's very convenient. You do not need to have a lot of textile expertise or textile know-how about pre-treatment and finishing processes. It's, it's a very convenient, uh, easy-to-use machine uh, that's mainly used or, historic, or used historically by companies that are coming more or less from the advertisement area. So it's, uh, it's, it's really easy to use and offers these uh, possibilities of direct printing and transfer printing. Um, Technology-wise, the machine is a big one, so you can print up to printing width of 3.2 meters. Uh, you can print uh, with output capacities of 390 square meters per hour, so really a lot of output. And the inks yes, we fast. utilize are dispersed dye inks. So these dispersed dye inks are designed especially for the polyester and polyester plant materials. Of course, they uh, meet the requirements of our customers, such such as Ecotex 100, they are conform with that standard. They are 100% VOC free after drying. Uh, they are skin friendly products, they are absolutely odorless. And so you can do prints for the indoor and outdoor use. So this is basically the, the story of the Rotex in a nutshell. The Rotex, yeah. So it is, it's offering a, a very sustainable solution for, the, for, for yes. multiple industries, but yes. using dye sublimation, specifically dye sublimation technologies. Exactly. Yeah, Great. so this is the Rotex. On the other hand, we have the Alpha series. And the Alpha series is designed for customers with a stronger textile background. So mm -hmm. this machine comes into a printing width, 190 and, three, and 330 centimeters respectively. And this is designed especially for industrial textile professionals, such as textile mills or bigger web-to-print houses. And the big advantage is here that you combine impressive image quality with very high outputs. So the Alpha series can print up to 1,470 square meters an hour, which is really a lot for digital printing. 
That is fast, yes. <laughs> yeah. And um, here we offer two different types of inks. So on the one hand, we have reactive inks in place, uh, which are the typical inks for, for cotton and cotton-based materials. On the other hand, we have our alpha pigment inks. These alpha pigment inks are suitable for a broad range of applications and materials. So you can print on cotton, of course, on cotton plants, on polyester plants and polyester. So it's a very versatile ink for, for, different, for different fields of application. The hand fill is very good. You can also go with these uh, inks and products into the e-commerce uh, business, in the, into the e-commerce environment. For instance, combining that with our smart shop. So it's very straight away also doing e-commerce business with the Alpha series. Also, these inks fulfill the requirements of the industry, Ecotex 100, of course. We, also, we are also GOTS compliant with, with these inks and um, they are utilized in a broad range of applications. Um, some customers use them in home textiles and, and textiles for home applications. Others util utilize them for fast and quality fashion, but also textile specialty products uh, produced with the Alpha series. For instance, sunshades or things like that. So a very interesting platform. And how, how do you see the, um, the growth of um, your pigment inks? Have you had a great reaction to those? And do you see those becoming a, a huge part of the Durst portfolio as time moves on for pigment Yeah, as time moves on, this, uh, the pigment technology really gained a lot of interest. It was more or less the same story as uh, we see general, or in a general way in the adoption of digital textile printing, that it was a little bit slow the last five to six years. So the market forecasts were far too optimistic that time. But by now we see that the market grows and it adapts and adopts uh, the new technologies, in particular the pigment technology. The versatility makes it very special for our customers. So this is an interesting technology for web-to-print um, web mm -hmm. customers, but also specialists that focus, for instance, just on home textiles. So very, a lot of interest is coming in that area at the moment. Yeah, it's very versatile, soft, very, very versatile technology, isn't it? And I, I actually witnessed some of your software at the ITMAR mm -hmm. show last year. Um, tell me just a little bit about how the suite of software that supports mm -hmm. the, the alpha technology for yeah. Web2Print, because you do have, you have a bundle there, don't you? Yeah, there are different bundles available and uh, the entire software approach is part of our so-called pixel to output strategy. So Durst uh -huh. is not a company that's just delivering machines, inks and uh, service for the machines. No, we want to offer a complete solution to the customers, also comprising customer support with our textile application team, but also the latest software technologies. And here we bring in, uh, for instance, workflow solutions. There is the Durst workflow um, that um, it can be used throughout the process. There is another module that's the Durst Smart Shop that allows customers to go straight away into e-business. There is a Lyft ERP solution in place and also Durst Analytics so that you can monitor your machines remotely. You see what's going on. You can monitor different machines on your mobile phone, for instance. So a, a complete package of software that's um, designed towards our, or around our pixel to output strategy. For that, we also have founded an own company that's called Durst Professional Services. It's located in Brixen in our headquarter. And this um, subsidiary only focuses on the development of software solutions in the digital print area. 
And the strategy moving forward is very much then to continue to offer a total software yes. package to the either the existing textile manufacturer or the entrepreneurial sectors of um, exactly. a, a new emerging marketplace that we're all witnessing, really. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's Absolutely. great, isn't it? Because it's, 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 it's not... I kind of keep using this term de-skilling, but it's not really because all of the skills are customised and automated to make a textile life easier. Maybe that's a better way of putting it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's so, so a lot that's convenient for you, that your user experience, exactly. your approach is convenient and that it makes it easier for you to do the, the production process. And that's the target of it, yes? Yes, plug and play. Right. <laughs> Really, yeah. You don't have to go out with a huge shopping list and put your mm-hmm. own factory together anymore, do you? You can literally um, buy a bundle that's that is um, already fine-tuned and ready to um, ready to go. Really, exactly. Which is great. Um, Stefan, can you tell us a little bit about um, speed? Um, mm-hmm. It would be really quite interesting just to compare speed of, even if we just stay in the pigment space for, mm-hmm. for this question, really. Um, how the speed of pigment printing has increased phenomenally over the last few years and to what do you attribute that? What was holding it back? Well, um, that's a combination of several factors. On the one hand, uh, it was the the, the speed of the machine, of the machines itself. So here a lot of uh, a lot of developments and progress has been made on the machine side, on the printhead side, for instance, but also Mm -hmm. a lot of progress uh, on the ink side. So uh, the Durst Alpha pigment ink that we utilize uh, comprises all the, the required ingredients in one ink. In one ink, you don't have to have a two-component system, for instance. You can print, you dry it, or you, you, you polymerize it uh, in the machine. It's a one-step process. You don't need complicated pre-treatment. You don't need complicated uh, finishing. So that's a very easy-to-use, straightforward process. And uh, it's that fast that that polymerization process that you can even go up to printing speeds of 1,470 square meters an hour, uh, which is really impressive. So here different areas come together. One is the development on the hardware side, but especially the developments on the ink side um, uh, put together the package that allow that fast printing speeds and uh, also the, the further adoption of the technology in the market, also for big customers, big industrial customers throughout the world. Stefan, thank you for sharing those textile insights. Let's move on now to the next question. Um, And let's talk about the development of new markets and growth opportunities for digital textile manufacturers. Mm -hmm. What are your insights here? Yeah, so for us and in our point of view, uh, digital textile printing is definitely considered one of the main growth areas in digital printing. So very similar to the packaging industry. So let's say printing of corrugated materials, folding cartoon materials and label materials. Digital textile printing is expected to show compound annual growth rates of some sort of 10 to 14 percent until 2025. And this holds true, in our opinion, in particular for uh, for machines and inks, of course, but this especially in the area of high-quality printing and very productive machines. We are very well aware that um, the growth expectations were far too high, let's say five to six years ago, and the digital adoption rate was very low at the time. But uh, the mm-hmm. trend to- towards smaller run lengths, increased customization, especially sustainability, 
but also the push for e-commerce. Um, yeah. Give give a big give a big push and move forward for for the digital adoption. And uh, here we see here we see growth rates, compound annual growth rates of ten to fourteen percent, realistic over the next couple of years. Um, we also see it with our customers. Um, some of them have uh, invested as classical printing companies into printing equipment, digital printing equipment, and so we are very successful in driving the top line and also the bottom line, of course. And here we were very happy to support our customers with our Alpha and Rotex series to generate new business models, in particular e-commerce business models. So if you had to split the, if you had to split the sales, how would you, how would you say um, they're applied then to um, existing textile manufacturers adopting machinery, yes. to entrepreneurial growth, new people, new entrants into the textile space? How would you split those yeah. by percentage? Yeah, in, in our area or in our case, it's rather seventy to thirty percent. So seventy percent of classically industrial textile specialists uh, putting in digital manufacturing equipment, and thirty percent roundabout entrepreneurs um, setting up new new business models. But uh, the number of entrepreneurs is definitely increasing. So many, many requests we get also at the moment during this COVID crisis uh, are coming from the entrepreneurs. They want to set up new businesses, they see the opportunities in there, and they are thinking digital. Do you think they're also, because of COVID, looking to control their supply chains? Yes, this will so the, be a very yeah. important topic, um, not just for the, for, the, for the smaller companies, but also pushed by the governments. Personally, of course, the COVID, the COVID situation, here we have to think about different mid-term and long-term effects. And it's very hard to, to say what's really coming out and what's emerging over the next couple of months and years. But several responses can be expected uh, to come up, and that's also... The, the, the belief and, and the, the approach we have in our segment. We see basically three types of responses to COVID. One is a stronger push towards e-commerce and e-commerce businesses, so that uh, the customers, our customers, the, the, the print houses, uh, set up e-commerce solutions for B2B as well as B2C customers. This will be very important in future, in our opinion, in particular because and customers will avoid crowds over the next months. So as long as there is no vaccine, um, the end customer will try to avoid crowds. And here, having an yeah. e-commerce solution will be very important. And that's the reason why we also bring in our Durst Smart Shop in this package of, of textile printing machines. And it's very well anticipated by the industry. So a lot of interests and new smart shops uh, have been brought to the market in the last couple of weeks and months. This is one push. Another push, another uh, response from the market we do see is exactly this change in the supply chain. Not just the companies themselves, but also governments uh, will push for more independent supply chains in the future. Meaning that, the, that bringing back uh, production sites to Europe, for instance, will be a very important yeah. topic in the next couple of years. And this will also be funded. So here, digital technology is the perfect solution for, for this backshoring of, of production. It's able to do uh, small run lengths, etc. Exactly. So you think you, you believe that governments themselves will encourage reshoring by giving grants in order to generate growth? Yes, uh, this, is, this is one of the assumptions uh, I have uh, at the moment and uh, reading the newspapers and also the reports of big consultancy firms that could come up in the next couple of months. 
also the secure jobs in, in, in the European area, for instance, yes. and to bring yes. back bring back jobs and yeah, safe jobs at least. It's great news for sustainability and um, becoming carbon zero, isn't it? It's good news for everybody. That's yeah. great. So there That's are great. definitely opportunities also in this situation. And we see it that customers are still interested in investing in digital printing machines right now. So last week, for instance, we sold one of the of the textile machines to an entrepreneur. Fantastic, fantastic. Stefan, I interrupted you. Did we get to your third point? Yeah, right, the third point, a very important topic as well is uh, localization. Mm -hmm. That goes hand in hand with backshoring, um, backshoring uh, the production and, and, and having a closer look on the supply chains. So uh, production, uh, we, we believe that production will become more localized also because of the supply chain change supply mm -hmm. chain changes yeah. uh, with a strong push towards made in products so made in germany made in the uk made in austria for instance things like that and that end customers are also willing to pay some uh, solitary premiums here so this is uh, something that could come up and still these companies have the possibility to ship their products worldwide with their e-commerce solutions but production more localized also with the help of some local funding could be a trend uh, of the next couple of months and years, further driving the, the, the digital adoption in the textile industry. That's great news. It's really good news, isn't it? Look forward to watching all of this play out over the next the next few years. It's excellent. Just sticking slightly on that on that topic, then, Stefan, why do you think large volume the large volume textile industry has been so slow to adopt digital technologies? Yeah, the large volume uh, industry was indeed slow. And uh, this is a very price sensitive and especially cost sensitive industry. Mm -hmm. So these people uh, are thinking in thousands of square meters. They are, they are improving their cost structure by the tens of a cent. So very, very cost, cost driven uh, industry with, uh, with, yeah, with a lot of output required. And it took some time uh, until the machines have come to the point where they fulfill the requirements of this industry. So the technology has progressed tremendously. Uh, that the digital printing platforms such as the Alpha series turn out to be compelling now for that industry. Mm -hmm. There is proven 24-7 production. Outputs of more than 1,470 square meters an hour is very interesting for these industries. Also, more competitive ink prices are very important in this regard. And the broad range of applications uh, bring together a package that starts to get or is getting more and more interesting also for the big uh, volume textile mills and textile customers. So it's really the package about productivity, total costs of ownership, costs per square meter or linear meter, um, yeah, and the reliability in the end of the system that uh, is now convincing convincing this industry also to start. Yeah, it's to always supply industry. and demand, isn't it? Yeah, when the buyers, you know, demand... Um, 10,000, 20,000 meters on a 10 day cycle, you can't really do anything other than digital, can you? Because if you, even, Absolutely. you know, whether you're reshoring or you're out in the out in the Far East, really, if you cannot, mm -hmm. um, if you can't supply to meet demand at the speed with which the supply chain currently needs it, then you're going to begin to mm -hmm. lose market share. So everybody exactly. is going to look to adopt digital technologies for, uh, for speed, speed yeah. of supply. Some customers That's are great. even talking about completely substituting the analog equipment with digital over the next, let's say, six to eight years. 
because they see the trend out smaller run lengths, faster turn times, and this can only be fulfilled with digital at the moment. That's right. Yeah, I um, I was actually um, in a plant here in the UK that specialises in with your technology, um, and it was astounding mm-hmm. to hear just some of the facts and figures of the overheads of a traditional textile factory. And uh, one of the ones that I'll always remember was their electricity bill was a million pounds a year. Um, And yet, if you were to switch over to digital technologies, you could potentially pay 5% of that, depending on which Mm. ink set you're running with. Um, So you're not doing your own finishing, coating, prepping and all the other things that go into a huge textile mill, not to mention the massive footprint of a traditional textile mill compared to a digital high-tech mill, which, you know, is a tenth of the size, I would think. Yeah. And also the ecological footprint. So the smaller footprint of the machine itself, but also the ecological impact. So digital printing is far more sustainable. Thinking about the energy, about the huge amounts of water you, you, you need in analog printing. All these are big advantages for digital or of digital printing technology. Most definitely. I think we've skipped our next question because we've t- we've talked about how the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, may very well force a systemic change in the textile supply chain. We've touched mm-hmm. on those things and we've just led very nicely onto our next question, which is to talk about um, Durst technology with regard to green inks and sustainability. Mm-hmm. So, Stefan, could you give us a, an oversight of um, where we're up to, where you're up to here, and um, a little explanation yeah. into green ink technologies? Because I think sometimes on the podcast we're very, very careful that um, it's it's in our comprehension, but um, the the purpose of the podcast is to inform as well. So, could you explain mm-hmm. the certifications, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Sure. So maybe let's start off with our general approach towards sustainability and sustainability in ink development in particular. For Durst, this is a very important topic, and we have always pursued ecological and sustainable approaches in our company. This is firmly entrenched in, in our corporate philosophy as well, and every technical solutions, every technical solution we have in place is evaluated regarding um, the greatest possible harmlessness for people and the environment. So we definitely exclude ink technologies, for instance, that do not meet our our personal standards of being sustainable and giving the the most sustainable solution to the market. And this can also be transferred uh, to the textile industry. So here we have, for instance, the the Alpha Pigment Ink uh, as one of our latest innovations in the textile ink area, which uh, which is exhibiting and showing impressive fastness properties, of course, very good hand feel, great color gamut, but also a big advantage in terms of sustainability. So you don't need uh, a lot of a lot of water. Uh, you don't need complicated pre-treatment or post-treatment steps, and that drives down the the consumption of water and energy a lot. And this is also this is also tested uh, tested or confirmed by our customers who said that they could reduce, for instance, more than fifty percent of their water consumption by moving to digital. Uh, technology with Durst, with the Durst Alpha Pigment technology, they could reduce more than fifty yeah. percent of their of their natural of their consumption of natural resources. Because just just to pause there for a minute, because of mm-hmm. course reactive uses by the nature it has to be steamed and then washed. The, mm-hmm. the residual inks yeah. have to be washed. So reactive um, as a print ink set is always going to be less sustainable. Um, 
depending on how you recirculate your water as well there, but you're definitely always mm -hmm. going to consume more energy than you would down the pigment routes. That's right. That's right. But also here we see comparing an analog printing process with a digital reactive printing process that you can reduce the, your energy and water consumption a lot. So yes. um, I think there is also a FESPA report out saying that by digital textile printing, more than 40 billion of liters of water could be saved only in 2018. So huge amounts of water uh, that could be saved by also moving reactive printing to the digital, to the digital space. Right. So you also ask for the certificates and certification process mm -hmm. we have in place. As we, we, we do the, the development of our inks um, as Durst, together with OEM partners, we have deep insight into the ink formulations, meaning that we know the ingredients and we select, we already start in the ink formulation, selecting of the raw materials to go for the most sustainable ink formulation approach. Aside of this ink formulation or raw material choice, we worked together with independent institutes uh, after, after the first uh, development tests and then runnability tests. We worked together with independent institutes executing tests. Uh, so these, these uh, independent institutes um, evaluate the recipes, they evaluate the material safety data sheets, they assess the products in some cases so that we uh, get typically certificates and confirmation such as the Ecotex. Uh, compliance or um, or the GOT certificate, for instance. So here we work together with with, with independent That's institutes. That's great. It's so, so important for the future of a, of a transparent supply chain, which is becoming more and more um, in demand by all of the major fashion brands so that they too can define their footprints. Yeah. 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 So uh, knowing your, also, also on the ink side, knowing the the, the supply chain is very important. We can trace back every component in our inks to the batch level. So there is there is no secret mm -hmm. for us. That's indeed. good to hear. <laughs> that's, that's very, very good to hear. Um, and I guess on the ink side as well, you have very good um, color management software. We haven't even touched on that. Perhaps we should make that another podcast because mm -hmm. we delve into color management. We could be here for days, <sighs> couldn't we? It's such an interesting topic. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So also this is part of the Durst Professional yes. Services. We have a dedicated team working on the on the color matching and color management area. And it's really a very important uh, topic, especially it is. in the you know, When I used area. to print um, textiles conventionally many, many years ago in the big mills, you know, if you get a color wrong uh, when you're printing in analog technology, you, you're creating a massive amount of waste. There is nothing you can do about it. The, the product mm -hmm. is just wrong. It's just straight to landfill. And obviously in yeah. the digital frame, we have the opportunity to stop that machine um, if if necessary, but really get it right first print, first time, every mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And here you can also help your customers a lot. Um, in our textile application center in Brixen in, in Italy, we have dedicated specialists working on that. And um, part of their job is also visiting customers, helping them in improving their pretreatment recipes and improving their profiles, etc. And uh, I'm very impressed about the results these guys get out. Last year, we had a case in Asia where one of our textile specialists succeeded in, in, in reprofiling the machine to a point that the customer now needs 60% yes, less inks yes. than before. So this yeah. is also a big sustainability yeah. impact. It of is, course. yeah, it's huge, and it's um, it's not a hidden cost for the manufacturer, obviously. But I think very early on in in digital textile printing, um, ink savings, um, 
it was it was difficult for people to quantify years ago the ink savings it was also difficult for them to control the machines to fine-tune them using color management too wasn't it so it's incredible how that technology mm -hmm. has developed over the last 10 years yeah with a lot of specialized companies doing excellent jobs and, and great work fantastic in Stefan, I'm very conscious that I'm taking up so much of your valuable time today. I think it's perhaps timely that we move on to um, our next question, which again could be another huge topic, but let's mm -hmm. let's see where we get to. So let's have a quick chat about um, automation and the future of smart manufacturing. Yeah. Um, and perhaps share a couple of more customer stories here. How are your customers leveraging inkjets? Yeah, this automation uh, topic or smart manufacturing in general is a very interesting topic, especially for the entrepreneurial companies, if you want to call them that way, so the, the web to print businesses in particular. So here, e-commerce, automation, having the entire smart manufacturing in one workflow is very important for them. And uh, this is, again, one, one very nice part uh, those professional service contributes to that, to that industry and to this, to this part of the industry that here we do not just offer the machine and the inks, also our, our software experts help our customers in integrating uh, different equipment in the process. So starting from, from uh, selling the textile products with our smart shop, um, these sold products are transferred into our workflow systems. They run through the machines. They can uh, connect with different external equipment as well, such as cutters, for instance. Um, the products are packed, and with our Lyft ERP soft software, you can also do the entire logistics behind. So uh, there is an offer from DERS available that covers all the relevant topics, also in that automation area. And that's exactly part of our pixel output strategy that we are not just a machine supplier that has good inks and good service. No, we help or want to help our customers and support our customers in, in that integrated approach. So really from, from the input of the very first pixel to the output of the printed product. And here we see uh, that customers are very successful uh, in that area. And um, there are a lot of nice examples out there um, that have, have done that very successfully with the Durst machines. Very good. That's great. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you so much for sharing all of your insights today. I think we could continue this conversation for quite some time and perhaps we will do that somewhere soon. <laughs> perhaps in Austria, who knows? Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for joining us and let's speak soon. I'll make sure that um, all of your details are in the podcast notes so that listeners um, can get in touch. Stefan, thank you so much. And um, yeah, stay safe. Um, and take care. Stay safe and take bye care. Bye. Thank you. Bye.